The, the, the issues that need to be solved in the world today, it can't, it, 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 is that it, the sort of issues that are out there facing us in the future, which can si sound slightly like a sort of Miss World question, can't it, in terms of uh, the way it comes across. Um, so I think um, the biggest issues um, that are out there in terms of what we need to look for, forward to and sort of plan around are as follows. First of all, I think that we have lived through an incredible period of prosperity. If you look across history, then our period of peace and prosperity has uh, gone on for an extraordinary length of time. And uh, therefore, history will tell us that it's not going to continue to do that. We don't know when that will come to an end. But uh, what we do need, need to learn from it is that care of those in most need um, needs to be something that we start focusing on now because I think the problems in that area will grow considerably over the next 10-20 years. Uh, I'd love to be more positive than that about the problems that the world faces but the truth is that anybody reading the newspapers knows that we're over leveraged, we're over debt burdened, everything else uh, and that therefore uh, there is going to be huge pressure uh, on people um, uh, really in different countries uh, around the world. So uh, I think that's, that's one issue. Uh, the second issue that we're facing is the continued divergence of rich and poor and the lack of connection between the two. Uh, and how do you bridge that? Um, do the rich end up doing as they did in uh, France in various pe periods of history sort of encircling themselves only among themselves or do you reach out and make sure that the poor and the rich remain connected in some critical uh, way. Um, the third area is um, uh, going to be around overpopulation and the pressures that that puts on, on basic, res basic resources uh, and again it comes to the uh, how well wealth is spread and how broadly wealth is spread uh, among people. So I think we're going to face all of those um, uh, issues. Uh, there's plenty of others because it's a huge question. So I'm afraid I could probably spend about two hours answering it, but that'll do as a starter pack. Okay, that's great, thank you. Um, and so how do you feel that young idealists and smart young professionals can use their skills in the best way in order to tackle some of these problems? Well, first of all, uh, they're all probably going to be in a unique position in terms of particularly anybody who's been lucky enough to, to go to university. Uh, a, they're at the outset uh, of their lives and uh, they've uh, probably got more energy at this stage than they'll have at uh, uh, future stages. Uh, and I think the way they can go about doing it is first of all um, by making the right connections uh, and networking with the right people. Um, I think it affects any of us in life who our friends are. Uh, as a parent, I fear for my children getting in with the wrong group, suddenly end up uh, with friends who are more concerned around the drugs or whatever it may be. But our network of friends massively affects what we do, what we do in life, for, for good or for bad. Um, it's largely why I think what uh, ATK does so brilliantly in trying to build a network among people to try and make sure that throughout life people are uh, 
encouraging each other effectively with what's capable of being achieved uh, in the charitable sector. So I think the first thing you can do is, is build the right connections. Um, uh, and those connections will be remarkable in holding people in good stead for later on in life because people will go off do different things. Some will go to the CERN laboratory with their physics. Others will go uh, uh, into the city. Others will work in schools in Africa. But they will be held together by a common bond and those who are then distant from what's going on in the ground will actually be able to remain in contact with what's going on the ground through the friends of theirs who are working on the ground. Uh, equally, those who are on the ground who are needing resources and saying we've got a dire situation are then suddenly able to communicate with those who are working at the CERN laboratory. And it's through these networks that change happens and that change gets produced. But without them, uh, then the person in the CERN laboratory will remain in his small world and the person even doing the charitable world in Africa will remain in the microcosm potentially of that world. So I think it's essential at this stage before people branch out for people to get involved and to get involved with each other and create that network because I think so much more will come from it in later life. So um, <clears throat> with that in mind... Uh, what, how do you see 80,000 hours, um, the importance of 80,000 hours in fostering these networks and these bonds and friendships and um, in going forward for young professionals? Look, I, I think this is just the start for 80,000 hours. So I think it's got up to a flying start. I um, think that... Uh, what it will end up doing is going to sort of exceed everybody's expectations uh, around it. So uh, what I see it doing uh, is A, creating the network I talked about earlier, uh, but more than that in that it will become a source of ideas. Uh, 80,000 hours by linking in some of really the best minds that are out there will become something that will be problem solving. Uh, somebody will have a problem with a charity that they're involved in in relation to, I don't know, truant children, they're suddenly then able to access some of the best minds, not just in this country, but probably in the United States as 80,000 hours comes on tap there, uh, and suddenly have at their fingertips resources that are far broader than they would otherwise have access to. They'll also be able to have that shared passion. Um, uh, that comes from others uh, and what they will find is that they may be led down paths they never existed they may have thought they were passionate about uh, truant kids in school but suddenly through 80,000 hours uh, a friend of theirs who they were at university with five years ago has come up with a project that uh, really looks after I don't know um, rice growing plantations uh, in Indonesia and uh, they suddenly realise, actually, do you know, I've got a real passion for that. And because of the network, they're able to develop that and go down that particular path as well. Um, so I think it will create opportunities. I think it will create ideas. Uh, I think it will create solutions. Uh, and for all of those reasons, I think it's fantastic.